This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. This half hour, I want to, you know, we talk so much about uniting the right in this province, and of course, more so since Jason Kenney won as the PC leader of the Alberta Progressive Conservative Party. But my guest this half hour wants to focus more on reuniting the right and that probably is the better phrase and he's someone who knows all about winning and losing ron leipert current mp for calgary signal hill joins us today hello ron hi angela how are you uh pretty good you've been at this political game for a long time are we almost on 40 years how long well yes uh, in one shape form or another. Um, I started covering politics as a legislative reporter in 1974, so it's been a while. And then your your first job was with Peter Lougheed, wasn't it? Correct, yes. And that wasn't as an MLA. You were more a staff with Peter. Yeah, I um, I started as press secretary in 1980, and then I, I left when he retired in 85. And when did you officially become an MLA? Um in 2004. 2004. I served under uh, Ralph Klein for two years, mm-hmm. and uh, then we had the leadership in 2006 and served under uh, Premier Stelmack, and then we had the leadership in 2011, and I served a short period of time, just about four or five months um, under Alison Redford, and then I did not run again in 2012. And then you went on to federal politics. A couple of years later, yes, that's correct. Ron, I'm familiar with your background, but we've got a lot of new Albertans, and so I wanted to bring them up to speed just because I think it's important to know your background and where you're coming from, especially as we look at our new political landscape. I know you're an MP in Ottawa, but you obviously are still keeping a pretty close eye on provincial politics in Alberta. Yes, I attended the convention last weekend. I was uh, an automatic voting delegate. And one one of the things that I have heard both that weekend and since from people that I've known for a number of years within the Progressive Conservative Party is, first of all, they don't know Jason Kenney. They, I think, are a little bit nervous about what the future might hold and uh, have been asking a lot of questions. And I, so I thought it was important to lay out there, you know, sort of my background and some of the experiences I've had. And the response has been very good. Well, and even uh, going back to Jason Kenney, because, yes, a lot of Albertans saw Jason Kenney coming from Ottawa, just like we saw with Jim Prentice, that we have to have someone from the federal level come save our provincial politics. And I, I think sometimes that's a stroke against a politician. In Jason Kenney's case, do you think he's managed to overcome that perception? I believe so. Uh, First of all, the circumstances are such that um, after the last election, many conservatives in Alberta were, you know, I I think the word shocked is as good a word as I can think. And so with Jason uh, seeking the leadership and being successful of the PC party, uh, it's different than Prentice because Prentice was a guy who had a long history with the PC party. Jason Kenney does not. In fact, most people don't feel that uh, that he... Most people who have been long-time members of the PC party believe that, uh, you know, he's never been involved, and so they're, they're kind of, I guess, uh, apprehensive as we go forward. 
Well, and also, when you look back on your time here in provincial politics, it was always the progressive conservatives. I mean, as much as voters were shocked about what happened in the provincial election, a lot of people would admit that they said it was time to teach the PCs a lesson. So it it was a different progressive conservative party than what we're facing right now, isn't it, Ron? Well, it was and it wasn't in okay. many ways. As I, as I pointed out in, you know, even going back to the days of, of Lougheed's government, there were many people within a Lougheed caucus throughout the years that if what exists today was in effect in place at that time, many of those people would fall more within what would be termed the Wild Rose Caucus today, and others would be in the PC Caucus. We've always, the PC Party of Alberta has always been a broad coalition and it's for that reason that I'm saying let's give this uh, uh, a run and see uh, see how it all turns out. And you're right. The PCs have always been a broad coalition, but a few years back, almost 10 now probably, it became a, a, a smaller coalition when a group decided that that party no longer spoke to them and they formed the Wild Rose. Yep. So I think that's probably the biggest difference is we now have in this province in place two parties that would like to speak to two different conservatives. And and that's no different than in the late 90s and into 2000 with the federal situation. You know, we had we had Canadians uh, rejecting overwhelmingly the PC party after Prime Minister Mulroney. Mm-hmm. That was the upstart of Preston Manning and the Reform Party. And then ultimately it took Prime Minister Harper, to pull together what was left of the PCs and the the change from Reform to Canadian Alliance, but ultimately are the Conservative Party of Canada today. And I would challenge most uh, Canadians to show me 10 years of better government than what we've had prior to 2015. And so I guess my point is the coalition of Conservatives, if that's what we really want to call it, can work. They can work. The key, and uh, you can read Ron's column, the Calgary Herald, though, but the key, it sounds like from you, is who's bringing the coalition together, the leader. That has an awful lot to do with it. And uh, so if, if, if it ends up being Jason Kenney or it ends up being Brian Jean or someone we don't even know today, that, that, that really is the, is the challenge, is to ensure that all voices are heard the discussion is wide-ranging within a caucus, and then at the end of the day, you make a decision, and everybody, you know, there may be occasions when you have to, for one reason or another, uh, express a, a view that's different than the caucus view, but by and large, that's what worked so well for Stephen Harper over the last 10 years. Well, Stephen Harper, let's go back to provincial politics, because uh, obviously Peter Lougheed was a master at that, and, and Ralph Klein, as you said, because they had caucuses that were, were divided as far as their political views, if you want to say, Wild Rose versus Progressive Conservative today. Yes, and, and I guess the reason why I've referred a couple of times to Stephen Harper, because as you said at the outset, we have a lot of new Albertans, and, and don't they, they yeah. don't, first of all, they don't know Peter Law. Mm-hmm. He was a long time ago, and many of them, quite frankly, weren't living in Alberta under Ralph Klein's time. So that's the reason why yeah. I, I, I mentioned Stephen Harper. But you're absolutely correct. Um, certainly in Ralph Klein's caucus, I mean, it, 
it went from Steve West on what could be, I don't know if you could get a more right-wing politician than Stephen West to a very moderate politicians like guys like Jim Denning. And, and I think uh, part of that is how you make up your caucus then, right? If, if first of all, the, the new reunited right it wins, and then the next step is how you make sure that you've got representation from both those sides? Well, the other thing that is always important, and um, let's go back to where Wild Rose really emanated from, mm-hmm. and to a large degree, it uh, it certainly blossomed. It was there, but it certainly blossomed after Premier Stelmack won, and one of his commitments in the leadership campaign was to do a royalty review, and it was at a time that was not much different than today with low oil prices, and, and that got a lot of people upset and, and felt like the PC party no longer represented them. So I guess if there's a lesson in that, and it, you know, it's kind of... Uh, relevant today with the federal PC, uh, federal conservative leadership going on, and just recently concluding with the provincial PC leadership, is be careful what you promise when you're trying to become the leader of a party, because mm. after you are successful, you then have to follow through on those promises, and they can be very divisive. And do you think that's why Jason Kenney, he, I don't want to say one-trick pony, but he pretty much, from the day that he announced he was going to run, the only thing he talked about was, I'm all about uniting the right. That's correct. And uh, whether it's, you know, his, his message was, you know, it was, it was, there were other messages tied into that, like, uh, you know, replacing the NDP and talking about carbon, carbon tax, tax yeah. some of those things. But at the end of the day... He was pretty singularly focused on the need to reunite conservatives in Alberta, and I, I support that view. And this is coming from a guy who you didn't always see eye to eye with, Mr. Kennedy. Uh, that's, that's absolutely true. Yeah. I mean, Jason and I have uh, certainly had our differences, but uh, uh, at, at the end of the day, I think you put some of that history behind you and say, at the end of the day, we're here for what's best for Alberta. And quite frankly, we cannot continue in Alberta to have two conservative parties fighting each other in the provincial election in 2019, and uh, we could see another uh, repeat of what happened uh, two years ago. Ron, I want to take a break here, and because you have such great history when it comes to politics in this province, I want to get your opinion on how quickly we're, we're looking at probably forming this new party and maybe a leadership in the fall, but is it going to be enough time before a provincial election is called? So I want to put Ron on hold. Of course, he is the current MP for Calgary Signal Hill, and we are talking about the reunification of conservatives in this province. We're back after this talking with Ron Leipert, a longtime MLA in our province and prior to that working with uh, Peter Lougheed. So I wrote a good column in the Calgary Herald uh, that I wanted to just get into more detail. Just looking at after Jason Kenney won the PC leadership race, a lot of questions and we raised them here as well is whether or not, okay, that's the first step. The next step might be a little more difficult. And Ron, so here's the the, the question of timing and and even, you know, we always hear our uh, election by 2019. But as we've seen other governments find a loophole through the uh, time for when the next election is supposed to be, and they've caught parties flat-footed. 
Tell me how important it is to be able to get this new party in place and convince Albertans that that's the way they should go. Well, there's no question that uh, the timeline is uh, is tight, but um, just a comment on uh, the possibility of the NDP going for an early election. Um, I guess my only uh, response to that would be it did not work well for Jim Prentice in 2015 when that was seen as uh, an attempt to catch the other parties off guard. I don't think the NDP would be that foolish. So I do believe that the Wild Rose parties and the PC party have the better part of two years to get this done right. Um, I think the whole key here is, is there a will by those who are involved in uh, trying to pull this together? And certainly my discussions, I mean, one of the things that uh, all of us as federal MPs bring to the table is our own boards of 30 members who really are made up of both provincial Wild Rose members and provincial PC members. And we get along fine, but there's one thing that maybe with one or two exceptions everybody agrees upon is that we need one conservative party provincially in Alberta. Ron, I want to go back to the Jim Prentice. I have to say, though, Jim called an early election, plus he had just wiped out the Wild Rose Party. So I think that might be just a little bit different than should the NDP decide to try to call an early election. Well, regardless of what the specific circumstances are, uh, the electorate does not like the government trying to pull a fast one over on people. And, and really, I think you know, with all due respect to Mr. Prentice, I think there were a lot of Albertans who felt there was no need to go to a provincial election a year early. Mm-hmm. It was an attempt to catch Wild Rose off guard. Well, it very much would apply to the current situation if the NDP decide to go early for an election simply to try and catch the two parties not yet uh, in a position to merge, then I think they would be punished for it. Well, here's the other thing, though. How much does a party want to take over what the NDP could be leaving it? I know, obviously, a party a party wants to win. I understand that. Um, but even I'd have to go way back with uh, Peter Lougheed, his big upset victory. How bad were the books then? I, because I think a lot of people are saying whatever this new right party looks like, they're going to be inheriting quite a mess. There's no doubt about that. And uh and in in some fairness to the current government, uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure whoever was in office wouldn't be running a fairly large uh, deficit today. I mean, even uh, Premier Prentice, when he went to the electorate, was projecting a large deficit. Mm-hmm. So with, with the economy uh, the way it's been in Alberta for the last two or three years, there's no question that... Uh, that some tough decisions are going to have to be made. You, you know, who, uh, whoever forms the government in 2019 is going to have to uh, make one of two decisions, and that's you either continue to have the level of spending we have in Alberta, which is not sustainable, but that's the that's the path the current government is going on, or you kind of take the approach that maybe Ralph Klein did back in 1992. And that's we're talking about drastic cuts then. Uh, absolutely, yeah. uh, the. The one thing that was different at that time in 93, in the election in 93, is both parties, the Liberals, led by Lawrence DeCore at that time, plus uh, Ralph Klein leading the PC party, both 
were campaigning on the same agenda, and that was that we needed to make drastic cuts. It was just a question of what the adjective was in front of it. Ron, I'm getting lots of texts. People weren't happy with you uh, siding with Alison Redford. Well, I guess it depends on which time you might want to uh, you're you're referring to. Um, I was a elected member of caucus. She won the leadership in 2011. Mm-hmm. I did not support her for the leader. However, she did win. Uh, I had two choices at that time, either leave and go away or uh, try and make it work. So I did try and make it work. I felt like uh, that is n- not where I wanted to be going forward, so I just simply chose yeah. not to run again in 2012. Well, and you know what, actually, and that's an example of whoever, whatever form a new party takes, you're going to have people, this goes back to your original comment, you're going to have people who may not be as progressive as the progressive conservative members, and you may have people who aren't going to be as as right as the wild rose. So, you know, you either, as you say, you, you make the decision to make it work or you walk away. Well, and, and, you know, that's part of what a caucus is about, is you make your case, whether it's me or any other member of caucus, we can all point to situations where we had strongly held views. We made our, uh, our points within caucus, and then caucus made the decision. You win some and you lose some, but that's the benefit of being part of a party is you can't just sort of every time you lose a, a vote uh, within caucus you can't pick up and leave mm-hmm. i mean it operates very differently than say a city council where everyone is an independent but uh, that's that's the nature of uh, party politics so before i say goodbye to you you're confident that this can work and it's just i it sounds like you got to have the right leader who's going to be able to bring these sides together uh, that's right, and and the one thing I certainly noticed at the convention and leading up to the PC convention is Jason Kenney has really managed to rally Albertans to the cause. Whether they're new Albertans that are, uh, I, I was amazed at how many young people he had involved, and a lot of people who've been around for a long time. There are some who are are going to resist it, but uh, I think he's on the right path. Ron, thanks for your time again. More than welcome. Thank Ron you. Ron Leipert, uh, current MP for Calgary Signal Hill. You can read his column in the Calgary Herald. And I've got lots of texts coming in, 403-974-8255. And phone calls as well. I want to take a break for news. And I know some people are saying, call him a liar. I can't believe you're letting him say these things. You know, you know I still believe that we are... Uh, respectful of each other, respectful of each other's opinions. And if that's what you want me to sit here and say, Ron, you're lying, you're not going to hear it from me. So I still, I wanted to talk to Ron more for his experience, good or bad. I wasn't happy with what he did as well during the Redford years and how he bailed and then suddenly showed up in federal politics. But they voted him in. That's how it works. 403-974-8255. Let's take a break for news. If you can hang on the phone line, great. If you can't, take a pause. Call me back. We are back after this. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.